0: A podcast all in one place. If you guys want to get in on it, make sure you download the free Anchor app or just simply go to Anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the OK Fabe Show, the premier place for all your professional wrestling news and needs. Now, here's Connor, AKA OK Fabe. What's going on everybody? It's yours truly Connor a.k.o. Oh. Okay Fabe. And welcome guys to your October the third edition of the OK Fabe Show, part two of two, I guess you could say, as we are going to take a look at the NXT results from October the 2nd, 2019. It is their full two hour debut on the USA network. And man, what a show it was. A takeover-esque card with S with takeover-esque matches. As we see the second half of the Wednesday night wars taking shape, and man, man, there is so much to talk about here. Two huge returns, three titles on the line, and one amazing night of wrestling. And we got a ton of other stuff to talk about, so if you guys want to check out the AEW Dynamite review, well, you guys can go ahead and do so. Check it up. It's also available, just like this video, right here on youtube.com, facebook.com slash okbabe, and of course, you can check us out on all the major podcasting platforms. We're on iTunes, we're on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, and also on Google Podcasts. Make sure you guys check it out on there. Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot to talk about, a lot to unpack and yes, this is a second part because we're doing two episodes of the OK Fabe show, believe it or not. We're doing actually the Dynamite review and the NXT review separate. So you guys want to check out what I thought about AEW Dynamite show. Make sure you check it out. It's on the same platforms you guys can listen and or watch this bad boy on. So make sure you check it out. And of course, you guys, the routine, you guys are the whole deal. Love to hear your thoughts as well. So make sure you hit me up in the comments. Hit me up on social media, Twitter at okay, babe, And of course, make sure you let your thoughts know on what you thought of NXT and which show you thought won for the week. Because trust me, it was an insane night trying to watch both of these shows back to back but we already talked about AEW on one show let's talk about nxt on this one and i'm telling you guys the best way i can describe this week's nxt was that it definitely was a takeover light almost every match Felt like it was TakeOver-esque quality. It was insane to see the amount of action that took place uh, on NXT. And what was really surprising, first and foremost, right out of the gate, was the fact that they decided to go, well, right out of the gate with an NXT Championship match between Matt Riddle and Adam Cole, Bay, bay. I didn't think they were going to do this. I could see why they did this, but I'm I'm just surprised that they just... I'm just surprised they did it. (laughs) To truth be told with you, I did not think that they were going to go this far as to um you know come out of the come out of the gate swinging with with this again epic match uh between matt riddle and adam cole now i had some hesitations about this going in if you guys checked out yesterday's episode you can see on the preview that there was some concerns about this matchup at least for me anyway because i didn't think they were really going to do um, a whole heck of a lot for this one because I figured that, okay, Matt Riddle was, was it seemed kind of out of left field, but man, I have never been more happy to be more wrong. This matchup was the best match of the night. There's no questions asked. And I say that as the best match of the night between both AEW and NXT I think Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole put on an absolute clinic against each other uh which again I'm going to say this over and over again it was a takeover show so much crazy action uh Canadian Destroyers like crazy which I was just really high to 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 see not just once but twice in this one um or sorry I should say last shot whatever you want to call it now but just Absolutely insane uh, seeing that move happen more than once in this matchup. Matt Riddle's suplex is coming out of nowhere, being able to like, deadlift a guy like Adam Cole, just fly him halfway across the ring. Phenomenal match. The match of the night, no questions asked between both shows, both NXT and AEW. Uh, Adam Cole was able to surprise. I, I, I swore there were times that Matt Riddle was going to get the victory. I swore there was. And I'm telling you guys, if you're going to watch any matchup of this week, that's the one to watch, is Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for that NXT championship. Uh, we see so much back and forth towards the end, grabbing a bro mission from uh, Matt Riddle. Cole rolls that over to a cover and forces the release. Multiple armbar attempts, but of course, Cole still survives on the break. He clocks Riddle with the cast on his broken arm. Last shot connects this time in the Panama City Playboy once again survives and retains uh, the NXT championship after a pinfall victory, but just, and this is, this is the part that I'm still trying trying to wrap my head around as Cole is just starting to smile and celebrate outcomes. And I can't believe I'm saying this Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn Balor shows up and he says he's here and he's in, and he's got a pretty nice looking haircut. If I do say myself, soaks up the crowd and grabs the mic to tell a shell shock Cole He goes, as of right now, Finn Balor is NXT. XT. man, I don't even know where to begin with this one. We have heard rumblings about about possibly former NXT talent that have been called up to the main roster coming back to NXT, and I think Kevin Owens was a big name because, of course, he was teasing the whole "I'm not I'm going to leave WWE if if I you know if I get fired or anything like that." But I never thought we'd get the first Universal Champion Finn Balor. So it's a, apparently, according to that promo. Yeah, we're getting Finn is now back in NXT. And honestly, I think it is a perfect fit. You know, I talked about before in the preview, and I'll talk a little bit more when we get to Johnny Gargano's match, but I felt Gargano staying in NXT was a great move because we need someone to elevate, you know... um We need someone to elevate the newer talent and kind of create new stars. And you don't really get that much in NXT. You usually have somebody come in, they win the championship, and they elevate up. But now, Finn can fill that role. And Finn, being a former NXT champion, in fact, they touted him on commentary, reminding us that he's the longest-reigning NXT champion in history. Uh, It's not like he was really doing a whole heck of a lot on SmackDown. I mean, you know, he won the, the, the Universal title, relinquished it a day later, former Intercontinental champion, but he hasn't really done much. In fact, we've even heard rumblings that... He never wanted to get called up to the main roster in the first place, so I think this is a win across the board. It's going to make NXT programming a very, very interesting to say the least. I just my jaw hit the floor. I was shocked to see Finn Balor uh, making his return to NXT. I'm just I, it's even just weird to say that Finn Balor is now back in NXT. Absolutely shocking, but uh, absolutely loved it. It was so much fun to see Finn Balor back on the on the the NXT roster. like I'm just I'm just shocked. Just shocked is what I am. Shocked is what I say. But anyway, uh, moving on to they hype up the women's championship match taking place a little bit later on between, of course, Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae in singles action. Uh, Of course, um, we see uh, Candice LeRae says she hasn't been the best of luck against the Queen of Spades, but she hasn't been herself. She's going to show the world who she is. Tonight, and as we see these two getting warmed up, we hear the former North American champion, the Velveteen Dream, coming out on a couch with an entourage of attractive-looking ladies and says he asks if we feel it, and they says what they're feeling is Velveteen Dream experience. He walks on the spotlight and says the feeling of is the climax of life, which is why Roderick Strong and his Undisputed Era boys want to take it, but the Dream has never had a problem taking on more than one man at a time. Okay. Uh, But he's issuing a challenge to Roderick Strong right now unless he's afraid to step out of undisputed shadow and meet him. When he looks at Velveteen's eyes, the next thing Strong will know is dream over. Snap the fingers and we fade to black. I love the promo. I love seeing me some Velveteen Dream. It looks like we ain't done with him possibly challenging for that North American Championship. So, really looking forward to the rematch. Again, that matchup between the two of them was so good the last time. I mean, why not do it one more time, you know? But one matchup that really, truly surprised me was Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. Now, if you guys heard me talk about this before... I said that I was very curious to see what it was going to be like once NXT went the full two hours. Because, you know, with the first hour on USA and then the last hour on the WWE Network, it was a little concerning because, well, you know, you kind of knew where their tips was going to be. They were going to put the matches they felt were most important on that first hour. And they did, for the most part. But now that they're two hours and they pretty much went all out, I mean, for God's sakes, they really went all out with this. Uh, it was just staggering to see... Uh, Mia Yim and Io Shirai put on an absolute clinic against each other not that I didn't think they were capable of doing this but just didn't expect this caliber level of in-ring performance from these two people you know on something like a weekly show uh absolutely brutal love the two of them going at it constant back and forth commercial breaks uh twice in the matchup we see of course Mia currently turning in control towards the end coming back from the second commercial break io starts to fight back headbutting mia yim off the top rope and stomping her back on the floor mia john jack shirai climbs up just as we come to full screen uh io catches up and lands a superplex leaving them both women just stunned out of their minds shirai covers for two it's the first up mia uh, grabs a foot to stop her uh, stop her from climbing uh, Kick to the head and she gets freed for a moonsault and Io Shirai with a huge win. I mean, just absolutely blew away my expectations. And again, I'm, maybe it's because I have the mentality of like, you know, Raw or SmackDown kind of doing like quick little blips, you know, here and there. But I was just uh, shocked to see that match. That was just a treat in and of itself. Again, you know, definitely worth check out. I'm glad to see that the women are having really high quality uh, matches. Uh, even though they may not be involved or fighting for the women's championship, it still made look medium, look fantastic. And it made Io Shirai look even better than before. Up next, we had an awesome matchup between Johnny Wrestling. That's right, Johnny Gargano himself against Shane Thorne. Thorne looks to get the better of the opening scramble, but uh, of course uh, gets a shirt kick and Johnny was a, w- wags a finger at him saying, uh-uh-uh, not today. Another exchange ends with a Shane in a Gar- uh, Gargano escape, but of course he quickly gets the ropes. Uh, of course we go a little back and forth and we get to a commercial break. Coming back in, um, we see uh, of course Shane connects with a big European uppercut. Johnny gets the better of things with a comeback punctuated with clotheslines final one which sends thorn to the floor cannonball in the corner coming back in the ring followed by a powerbomb for two shane works over johnny uh with some kicks to the chest and back and he lines up a one for the head But gargano evades comes back turning Thorne inside out with a clothesline post sorry poison rana johnny's half uh mean in the middle and that's it that's all she wrote as gargano gets the victory over shane via pinfall i was kind of hoping Kind of hoping for uh, for Shane Thorne to get the victory on this one, uh, if nothing else, to continue the rivalry with Johnny Gargano. Um, and again, like I mentioned in the preview, kind of like, you know, in earlier with the Finn Balor analogy, like rising up to kind of meet and create new stars. Uh, but sadly say, it was not meant to be, but doesn't necessarily mean that I am against the idea. Just I thought, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, but oh well, it is what it is. Uh, we then roll into our women's championship match. Of course, it is Shayna Baszler defending against Candice LeRae. Uh thought there was a lot of shocking moments in this one. This one really surprised me because um, you know, I said to you guys before where there was you know three championships in the line. If there was one that was gonna change hands, it might have been this one. And man again, sad to say, Shayna Baszler holds on to the championship, but man, did Candace look like a million dollars. It was a very similarly played out storyline of You know, Candice is smaller and weaker than Shayna. So she's doing a lot of things that, you know, uh, playing the power moves, but it wasn't bad. It was, it was quite refreshing and kind of gave me a little flashbacks to like, you know, Gargano trying to battle out and trying to, you know, win the NXT championship, um, we see quickly Basler putting Laray's shoulder first into the steel steps, followed by kicking the arm into the steps as we go to the commercial break. Candace keeps going like a good underdog when the action goes to the apron. They tease a superplex into the barricade before Laray just drops Shayna on the apron, which really surprised me. Uh Basler gets back uh, best of striking as we come back from the sec- second commercial break, uh taunting Candace. And of course, Candace slaps the champ as we return. Suplexes are out of an Irish whip. Uh Baszler goes for a Curafuda clutch, uh, sorry, Curafuda clutch, but Laray. Uh, um, LeRae switches immediately. Shayna knows how to get through and drags Candace out of the corner for a hanging version of the submission. I think they did that before with her at the Mayon Classic. I think that was a throwback to that. They both stand up on the top. LeRae hits a swinging neckbreaker from there, but still only a two. We get an prettier attempt, uh, countered into a cur- uh, Kira Futa clutch, but LeRae rolls her up To get a release, she then hits the move and goes for the springboard moonsault, but misses and gets grabbed with that clutch submission again. She fights for a while, but unfortunately, eventually does tap out. So, Baszler retaining the NXT Women's Championship. Hell of a match. Uh, One of Baszler's best, if I could be completely honest with you. Uh, Definitely one of Baszler's best, in my opinion, um, as far as just uh, great uh, tenacity from Baszler, which we always like to see. And... uh, Just wow, I was just really caught off guard by how good of a match this was. I was a little afraid that, again, you know, maybe I just have that raw SmackDown mentality of, you know, them just throwing things out out of the way. But hey, they gave this one a a good amount of time, and I really, really enjoyed it. One of my favorite women's matches. Hard to say which one out of the two women's matches I enjoyed more, but this one, maybe a little bit more, thought Candice was going to win the title multiple times, so definitely another one to check out. Uh, we see, of course, a recap of what happened with Kushida in Imperium last week, which I found out that next week in a non-title match, Kushida will actually go one-on-one with the UK champion, Walter himself. Man, I am looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. But speaking of UK action, Pete Dunn taking on Danny Burch in singles action. That was one that I did not expect to see, nor was I disappointed. Give me any time you get the two Brits from uh, NXT and you got myself a happy match for myself. Play hala hala hala. Um, we see a lockup up uh, catch wrestling here. This was definitely the rough and Tumble um, brawl type match. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the rough and tumble brawl type match that we are expected and, and usually see out of the UK audience and or out of the UK, uh, you know NXT brand. A lot of back and forth between those. One a huge running power bomb gets a two count from Dunn. Danny back in it with a headbutt, but uh, to the back of Dunn's head, which just looked absolutely scary as all hell. Builds up a rope hung DDT for a near fall. Uh, win in a striking exchange gives the, of course, Dunn an opening to snap the fingers. Hits the bitter end just a few moments later. So Pete Dunn with the victory over Danny Birch. Uh, bummer that Danny Birch didn't get the victory here because I love me him and Oni Lorcan. But you know what? It doesn't last long because unfortunately the lights go out as Dunn celebrates and he's clipped from behind by none other than Damien Priest. Ooh, we get ourselves a Damien Priest-Pete Dunn rivalry coming at you. NXT's got some good stuff coming. I'm just saying, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. Uh, Speaking of looking forward, Kathy Kelly is interviewing Adam Cole. He says he beat Matt Riddle with the last shot, not uh, on his doctor-mandated cast. Of course, the entire era then barges in worried about Finn Balor, but he says, listen, don't worry about that and to stay focused on keeping the prophecy intact when they defend the tag team titles next uh, against the uh, the Street Profits. And the Street Profits Undisputed Era match was a lot of fun. It actually ran, I don't know about you guys, but it actually ran a little bit over um, from what i saw in terms of uh the time frame it actually went and ran over for about I think it was like 10 minutes after, which was a little surprising. But uh, again, not complaining either. So uh, with that, uh, we saw the Street Profits go back and forth. A lot more time frame and action than I was uh, than I thought we were going to get in this one. Uh, at one point, we thought we were going to see uh, the actually new tag team champions. Things break down as the champs collide, creating an opening for Tez to get a frog splash uh, fish from the top rope. Dawkins lifts him for an electric chair spot, but uh, of course... Uh, We see uh, Kyle O'Reilly chops block the bad knee. The action spills out to the floor. Ford ends up flying over the top into all three of them. Back in, they look to finish things off. But here comes, of course, the North American champion, Roderick Strong. He breaks things up from the top. His teammates go high-low, of course, to retain the NXT Tag Team titles. So Undisputed Era still keeping that prophecy intact as we see them still holding on to all the NXT gold. But guess what? Adam Cole comes out to celebrate with his uh, boys. And it doesn't last long either because another person decides to stare him down. It's one other former NXT champion. That's right. He's cleared. and He's come back to get his goldie. Tommaso Ciampa stares down a nervous Adam Cole to close out the show. Whew. Lot to talk about here. lot to digest. lot to really sink your teeth into. NXT was pretty much at this point, in my opinion, um, a takeover. It really was not a normal NXT. I think by any of the stretch of the imagination, we had three major championships defended. Literally every single match that I saw was worthy of being on a takeover. Um, it was that damn impressive it was that damn good uh you had a killer NXT championship match it probably the best match of the of the night two very strong women's matches I know we had that at the last takeover 25 with Io Shirai and Candice LeRae and basically um her and Mia Yim and and Shayna just kind of switching dance partners for this NXT suit which is maybe one of the reasons why it worked so well uh very solid tag team main event but I felt like the crowd was unfortunately burnt out uh at that point in time, because they had seen just so much crazy action beforehand, Finn Balor and Chamaso Champa now back in NXT. Champa, we knew were coming for a while, but Finn Balor hitting the just hitting my jaw on the floor when I heard and saw that happening at that time. I mean, it was a crazy night for NXT. And this is something that I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for, but, uh, you know, and we talked about this on AEW Review, which if you guys want my thoughts on what happened on AEW Dynamite, go check it out. But as far as this NXT review, I got to say that I think NXT definitely won this week. But here's the thing to take into consideration. AEW Dynamite is working to build towards pay-per-view, so you're not going to see this kind of crazy action. I'll be honest with you. I'll be surprised if we see this kind of crazy action on next week's NXT. I mean, we got... A decent, solid matchup as far as Kashida versus Walter next week, and we also found out that Leo Rush will also challenge Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship next week. So we're still going to get some great in-ring action, but I doubt that we're going to see this type of level of action and intensity on a consistent basis from NXT. I still think, and if I were to put a gun to my head, NXT won this for the week. Uh, I think that Dynamite was a very solid show overall, but I think this one I got to give the win to the uh, the golden uh, the golden yellow brand or the golden golden yeah gold yellow brand um but that's mainly because you felt like they were putting out all the stops this week now was that because they were two hours on the usa network was it because they were directly competing with aew could be either one pick your poison but at the end of the day we all won as wrestling fans I thoroughly enjoyed both NXT and AEW Dynamite but of course the question I leave for you guys is what do you guys think what do you guys think of both shows do you guys agree with me You think NXT was better this week than Dynamite or is it the other way around what was your favorite match from NXT and what do you think you're looking forward to the next coming weeks now that we're continuing on that Wednesday Night War make sure you guys want the full details of what I thought of AEW Dynamite go check out the review of that one that one's up on everywhere just like you can watch and listen to this one and also make sure you guys come back tomorrow 10 or excuse me, tomorrow 7 a.m eastern standard time as we're going to take a look at previewing smackdown's debut on fox which we'll talk about on uh the friday edition as we head into the friday night debut of smackdown on fox it'll be a lot of fun kofi defends the title tons of stars and some other shenanigans in between thank you guys again for tuning in i appreciate the continued love and support take care and as always take it easy Thanks for listening. Make sure to watch The OK Fabe Show. Follow him on Twitter at OK Fabe. And like over on Facebook.com slash OK Faber. This is The OK Fabe Show.